This is the Victory Life Today podcast with Al and Angie Berg. Together, we'll learn how to stand in victory each and every day. Live life set ablaze by faith, filled with purpose. Live life above your circumstance. And today we've got a special guest and we have a special message for you about heaven today. And my guest is Pastor Bobby Ray, who's a good friend of mine. I, I count him as my pastor. And um, he's got a, ch- well, he's going to fill you in on the details of where his church is and on all of that. So welcome, Pastor okay. Bobby. Thank you very much. And thank you for having me today. I appreciate it. And uh, we're going to have a good time. Amen. We're going to enjoy ourselves and we're going to talk about heaven. And tell them a little bit about your church, where it is and all of that. Okay. Our church is at 1030 Lower Dallas Highway in Dallas, North Carolina. And uh, Assembly of Faith. Assembly of Faith is the name of it. And that's where it's at. And you can reach us on the website at Assembly of Faith or AOFFCC, either one. And you can reach us on the website with that. And you can get in contact with us. We live stream and Facebook every service. So we were wide open. We have a Miracle and Healing Bible College that meets, right now we're at break, but it meets every Thursday at 6.30. And uh, we have some powerful, powerful teachers and some powerful, powerful teaching. Who is the most powerful teacher you ever had? Probably um, <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've had, we've always had a good time. We love Pastor Bobby. He's a great guy. And he's been to heaven uh, several times, many times. And I'm putting together a heaven series that I want to put on my website, hopefully. And uh, so I've invited him to come and, and share some of his experience. So talk to us. Okay. I'm glad to do it. And when you ask me about him, uh, I've been to heaven. I didn't actually keep a record, but at least 15 times I've been to heaven. And I've never saw all of heaven. I've never been all the way through heaven, but I've saw different portions of heaven. Sure. You know. And uh, I got to thinking, I thought, what is a common thread every time that the Lord, the Holy Spirit, took me away and took me to heaven, and I began to see certain things in heaven and so on and so forth. And I began to think, what is a common thread for it? And the common thread was I was just worshiping God intensely. I wasn't asking God to take me to heaven. I wasn't asking God for anything. I was just worshiping him and appreciating him for who he is. Uh-huh. Because that he seems is to be almighty. The key. Yes. People who have been there are always worshipers in their heart. They're always, they just and in, usually in the midst of that, they leave. Yeah, so that was exactly correct, in the midst of it. And like I said, on a number of occasions I have been. And the thing about it is, I was studying and worshiping Him, and the Word of God said He is love. Mm-hmm. And I was focusing on Him and His love and His greatness and just worshiping Him very intensely. I didn't have anything else on my mind. Many times we go to God wanting or needing or whatever, uh, something, whatever the case is. And everybody needs manifestations of all kinds. But I've found out 
when I get the best results with God and when I've been in his intimate, intimate presence was when I was just worshiping him and loving on him and talking to him for Uh who he is. Amen. Amen. And that's when you left. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, I can give you one occasion now if you want me to. Uh, There was a, a time that I was worshiping God, magnifying him, really intensely moving into his presence. And I saw a door or what appeared to be a door. I saw a door and I didn't try to go to that door. The door was a little ways away from me. I didn't try to go to that door. I didn't try to make anything happen. I found out another thing too. If you're, when you're in the spirit and the Lord's going to take you to heaven to see some things, don't try to make anything happen. Mm-hmm. Just allow it to happen. See, that's the key, you know? And anyway, you know, I, I think ahead. some of my times that I've been there, which is not only two times, but it seemed to me the thing was short, and I think I shortened it. That's By possible. what I was thinking and saying, it was like, what is this? And I cut it off. But go ahead. So I don't know. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Really, it's hard to tell because heavenly spiritual things are very difficult. And if I seem like I have a, a problem with explaining it, there's very difficult to put in earthly language. There's no words for it. That's it. That's the point I was getting there, at. If, if, <laughs> if I said you don't know what the color green is, you've seen green. Right. So when I say green, you know what I mean. But there's no words for that because no one's ever seen it, so they've never put a word to what they've right. seen. Or the best you can do is like, right. like this, there like you go. that. You know. There you go. Uh, that I can explain that later concerning the water that I went in up there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this door was over here, and I'd seen it, and I just kept worshiping God, kept worshiping God. And as I did, I got closer and closer and closer. When I got up to the door, I thought that the door would open, or I would have to open it, whichever way it was, but the door was not a door. It was Jesus. Oh, my God. And that's, that's what the Word says, that He is the door. He is the way. He is the truth. And He is life. No one comes to the Father except through the Son. So you have to go through Him to get Right. There. So go ahead. So He is the door. So I went in. The door was open. So I just kept worshiping. Okay. And as I kept worshiping, I went in heaven. And Jesus and I strolled around a portion of heaven it was just like we were, this time it was just like we were walking and talking. And it was rolling hills of green grass. But as you, you mentioned green a while ago, but this green is not an imaginable green. Yeah. It was so beautiful that you cannot describe it. And it was so Perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whoever the grass man was had done a great job that day. <laughs> yeah, good, good fertilizer. <laughs> he had done a great job. So anyway, so we walked and we talked and we just enjoyed it and so on and so forth. And when it was time to leave, he took me back to that same position that I had came in at. And it was time to leave. And he said something to me that I sort of, reserve telling people. But he said something to me 
that was phenomenal, and I have not fully focused it or accomplished it yet. He looked me right in the eyes, just like you and I are looking each other in the eyes. Jesus looked me in the eyes and pierced me and said, very sweet, kind. He said, come back anytime you want to. And I, I can't tell you that I've ever accomplished that. I've been back, but it wasn't like when I wanted to. I don't know exactly what that meant. I believe it meant a lot. I believe if I'd have gave it more meditation for two or three, four weeks, it would have been a different story in life, you know? Mm -hmm. But anyway, praise God, that was just one episode, you know? Tell me about the water. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, and in case you wonder, you can say that backwards too. That's awesome. <laughs> but anyway, the water in heaven, it was like a lake. I call it a lake. It didn't seem to be waves running. It could have been a river, but it was not moving water, you know. Right. And I went into this water when I, I was just worshiping God again, and he took me right to the edge of this water. I just appeared there. It wasn't a trip that I made. It was, yeah. I just appeared there. And I got to that water, and I just kept worshiping, and I, I, I start, oh, I, mm, glory to God. <laughs> I started walking in the water. I started walking in it. And I went in, and it was like ankle deep, waist deep, knee deep. And you can go all the way in this water. You can go over your head in the water, but yet still breathe. So it is very phenomenal. And the only way that I know to describe the water, it, it's two things happened in it. But it's like the purest crystal you could ever buy on earth, and it would be better, but it was liquid like a water, but it looked like crystal water. Yeah, okay. You know, it, looked, it wasn't like water in a pool. Yeah. You know, water in the cleanest pool I've ever saw would have not come close to matching mm -hmm. this at all. And it was crystal water. And like I said, when we I went in, I was by myself. He was there, but I was by myself going into water. I went in. Two things. I went underneath the water, not like diving, just walking in over my head. And I could breathe. And the next thing, this water cleansed you all the way through. It's the most phenomenal thing you could ever experience in your life. You could not experience anything any greater, I don't believe. Mm -hmm. You know, the only way I would know how to describe it is, there again, you can't put heavenly things in earthly words, but if you was outside on a hot summer day working in a flower bed, which I don't do, <laughs> but if you were, and you sweaty and so on and so forth, you come in and took a good shower, yeah. how great that would feel. This sounds unimaginable, but if you could multiply that feeling by 1,000, mm. that's the closest I can come. And imagine that feeling going all the way through you, that cleansing going all the way through you. That water went through you and cleansed you all the way through. And when you came out on the other side, you weren't wet and you didn't need a 
towel to dry. She came out, you were dry. You was just dry. Amen. That's cool. You know, can't describe it, but that's what happened. But I've been in that water a number of times. Really? Yes. So really what you're saying is when you were in a time of worship, that was when you connected. Oh, it's that's not necessarily in other words, God isn't necessarily saying you're totally holy so you can come to heaven or or anything like that. Or you, you know, like well, first get rid of these mistakes and then you can have a visit. Amen. He it was during that time we of extreme worship yes. from your heart, from the inner being of, of worship to God that you got that you and I know other people. That's the only time they ever left was when they were in that atmosphere of worship is what right. I would call it. That was when they left. And uh, so what else, what other experiences? Well, wait just a minute. When you have that <laughs> intimate time with God and those times that I went to heaven, I had my spirit man involved in it. I had my mind will, emotions, and conscience mm-hmm. was totally under control and totally focused on God. Mm-hmm. My entire being was totally focused on the Lord God Almighty. There you go. Amen. You know so what I mean? It was great. And you never asked to go there. You just... Nope. You know. Not one time did I ask to go to heaven. I've had other people and other ministers tell me well, I've asked the Lord to take me to heaven, and that's okay. That's it's okay. That's fine. I've asked the Lord to take me to heaven, a good friend of mine. Matter of fact, it was Andrew who told me this, okay. Andrew Womack. He said, he's asked the Lord to take him to heaven, asked the Lord to see parts of heaven, but at that time, he said that he never had. But not ever did I ask to go. Mm-hmm. You know, if I thought it would have helped, I probably would have. <laughs> you well, know, it's really not in your consciousness to ask right. something like that. It's just like, well, I do my thing, I die, I go to heaven. It's it's like, why am I going there now? What kind of a? So go ahead. It's like total, 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 ultimate peace. Mm-hmm. You cannot have a greater peace than that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's a scripture in the Word of God. In, uh, in Psalms 138, it talks about the presence of God. It talks about worshiping God. Mm-hmm. It talks about magnifying God. You know, I look back at King David, and I wonder, well, I don't really wonder. I can tell from some of his words that was penned how much he knew God. Mm. He knew God when he was on the backside of the desert raising the sheep and taking care of them and all them things, right. you know, he didn't come up and just fight Goliath one day. Right. You know? He was well-versed. He was ready to go for this. Yes. He was ready for it, but not only was he re- the way he got ready was the point I'm getting at right now. The way he got ready and the way you can be ready for any adversement in life. See, there's many adversements in life. There's many situations of life. There's many things that can come against you, you know? But all of them, when you worship God intensely, it prepares you for any of them, even though you don't know what's coming next necessarily. You really don't. You know? There's just a knowing. 
that when you spend time with God and you're in that atmosphere, when late then after that you're out, you're doing things in life. There's just a knowing inside you what to do. You don't, you know. Right. I always say, I don't trust voices. Right. I don't trust voices. It has to be an inward knowing. It comes up from in your heart. And if someone says, "Oh, you know, God told me this or told me that," I always question that. It's like, how did you hear this? And I always say, voices in your head is usually unreliable. It's when it's inside you. God doesn't talk to your head. No, he talks through your spirit. Your spirit man can relate it to your soul or your mind, will, and emotions. But God does not talk to your head, your mind, your will, and your emotions. For the Lord says he is a spirit. Mm -hmm. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. You know? Yeah. So when God speaks, you was talking about God speaking to you, it's in your spirit that God speaks. So it's a small, still voice on the inside of you. Anytime I hear a voice and I wonder, is it God or not God? And usually I can tell right off the bat. Yeah. Because if it don't line up with his word. Right. It's not God. <laughs> it can't be him. But it's a small, still voice. But when you are in intense worship, you mentioned the word no. You just automatically know what to do. I love the meaning of the word no. Jesus said you will know the truth. But right before that, in John the 8th chapter, as John 8, 32, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make or set you free. Or I paraphrase it as you shall manifest freedom. Okay, but the word right before that, two scriptures before that, he was talking to believers. If you look at it, it said those that believed on him. And then the next thing he was saying was continuing in the word of God continuing in the things of God, continuing in what Jesus had to say. So we got about seven minutes left. Can you give us another trip? This was tremendously awesome also. I was just worshiping God again. Same thing every time I ever been. That was my route. I was just worshiping God, magnifying him, and loving on him. And Brother Al, I want to say this. Every Christian needs to know one important thing. Walk with God, serve God, because you love him. Not for what you can get. There's many, many benefits. Yeah. But that's not the focus. See, that's not the focus. That, that's the it said these will be added to They're you. They're added to you. Yes. <clears throat> but the key is, and it doesn't ever become hard to love God, serve God, and worship God, and walk with God if you're doing it because you love him. Excuse me, and you're not doing it because of any other reason, you know? So one time I was worshiping God the same way, and it was an instantaneous trip. Mm -hmm. It wasn't gradual. It didn't appear to be. It was an instantaneous trip, and I was right before the throne of God. Wow. Right in God's wonderful, magnificent, full, I assume full. <laughs> if it's any fuller, I wouldn't want to be there right then. Full presence. And I was just bowed down 
before him, worshiping him, telling him how much I love him, telling him how awesome he is. And it was the most wonderful presence that you could ever experience in your whole life. And I worshiped him and worshiped him. And that time, it seemed like I stayed for a good while. But you know one thing I look back on all my trips to heaven, and I didn't realize it when it was happening. Every time that I ever visited and spoke to Jesus, every time that he ever spoke to me, that time that I told you I went to heaven when he was the door that was mm -hmm. there, mm -hmm. and I went to heaven and he and I talked, it seemed like we were together. This is, I don't know. I didn't look at any clocks and have no idea. But it seemed like we were together for at least an hour, maybe two. It was just like he wasn't in a hurry. This was the only thing he had to do. He didn't have anything else to do. Is right then we were just walking and talking. And I noticed that he never opened his mouth. Then I noticed, I was sort of shocked when I first recognized it. Then I noticed the whole time we were talking, I never opened my mouth. It was just a knowing. It was just a knowing. We were conversating <laughs> with each other. We were in in-depth conversations about powerful things. We were in-depth conversations, <coughs> excuse me, but we did not ever open our mouth. Yeah, amazing. And you know, I'm. There's no um, when you're in heaven. Uh, there's no sense of time. None. You really lose that sense of time. Right. You're really. You begin to realize you're immersed in eternity. Wow. It, it, do you just hear what I mean? Because I, yes, I know that's it's, right. it's really. It's a really a different sort of a thing. Well, um, do you have anything else to say? Short. With anything other little. Well, there's just other episodes where I've been in the water and different things like that, uh -huh. and I've been before the throne of God. And I got one very important one, but I would rather do Say, it at another do time. Do that another time. Yes. Well, we here at Victory Life today, we, we just want to ask you to help us financially. It costs a lot of money to, to produce these TV shows. And, uh, you know, we want you to come alongside and help us and partner with us uh, it, it's part of your destiny, part of what God's called you to do with your life, to be a blessing to others. If you're not uh, in ministry per, per se, the one thing you can do always is, is financially bless somebody. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for new episodes each week. You can help us by rating the show or by simply sharing this episode with your friends. Learn more about us and find tons of resources that will help you grow your faith at victorylifeministries.org.